0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Bit by Bit podcast, the only show approved for robot consumption. I am one of your hosts, Brian Phillips. With me today is our co-host, the stay-at-home gentleman, Blake Walker. What's up,
1: everyone? How you doing this week?
0: We're looking to do a uh, tech podcast this week, so uh, stick around. See how it
1: goes. Cue intro music.
0: Alright, so today we have a lot of exciting tech things to talk about. You guys? Lots of tech things. So much happened this First, week. So much happened. So much happened. First on the docket, Nintendo 2DS XL was revealed.
1: Yeah, what is probably the most confusingly named device that there has <laughs> ever been. I mean, I think Nintendo kind of sets out sometimes with the goal in mind. <laughs> How could <can> we <laughs> con- confuse? The absolute, you know, hell out of our consumers. And uh, I think this is a big one. Again, they, I mean, they did it once with the two DS originally, you know?
0: Right, 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 right. This is like a second two
1: DS. This should like, be
0: the two two DS.
1: It's like they made the same mistake twice. Why didn't they just name this thing something completely different? It didn't even have to be the two DS. Again, they could have just said the new DS. Ooh, that would've would been said The new DS. Just clean, you know, it's easy to understand, and it's actually kind of exciting. Like, I didn't get excited hearing 2DS XL.
0: (laughs) Do you think they're at a point where they could just call it DS? Or, 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 hear me out. Okay. Could they just jump back to
1: Game Boy? Game Boy. Dude, hit that nostalgia. Oh, man. Like, that is, that's so big right now. But Our generation loves nostalgia.
0: I feel like it would have to be something new, though. Probably.
1: It's pretty much just like the new Game Boy SP. I guess the DS really mm-hmm. always was. It's like two of them stuck together on the side. Right. So, yeah, that's just kind of interesting. I think it's a, a good move just to create kind of this cheaper a cheaper console that doesn't have the 3D because hardly anyone's using it anyway. Right, right. Um, and it, it's at that 150 price point. I think that's solid. Oh, yeah. um, I, I mean... I actually, when I saw it, I thought it was kind of pretty. Yeah, I thought it looked nice. Oh, it looks good. Because, I mean, they they really have uh, spent some time kind of perfecting the clamshell design, mm-hmm. and it looks it looks really solid now. Definitely. Um, first thing I did was look up to see how much I could sell my three DS xl for. <laughs> see, and uh, ironically enough, one hundred and fifty. So we'll ah. see. We'll see what happens there. Got that NES edition. On the the
0: old 2ds see it's already it's already confusing old Mm -hmm. 2ds is for 80 bucks so i guess that the the uh, convenience of having it fold and fit in your pocket because that's what it is it's a portable you know it's portable gaming how well does that old design you know cram into your back pocket without destroying it well
1: i don't know i don't think that was ever the intention I think they tried to hit this market with like people that were trying to play mobile gaming at home, ah. like portable gaming. So it's just kind of like the simple, you know, Game Boy experience for ninety-nine bucks. No folding, no frills. Got it's it. just like a piece of wedge plastic <laughs> that uh, play DS games. And uh, yeah, I think. Can you imagine if they had just created like an actual 2DS XL that was just a bigger chunk just of plastic? Slightly larger. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. I'm glad they went the way they did. Mhm. So
0: as far as the do you, I'm 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 assuming that you know at least a little bit about the, the the DS library, is there still a draw there to bring in new people or is is the is the console itself? What's what they're relying on?
1: See, that's that's kind of a tough question because Nintendo is a weird one. They're like this company that has ingrained this inherent nostalgia in all of their mainline titles. Like, <laughs> just keep coasting on it. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's what they do. Like, people aren't really—they're not buying um, a DS probably to go play some third-party, like, little knockoff action game or puzzle game or whatever. They're buying it to play Zelda. They're buying it to play Pokemon. Oh, they're yeah. buying it to play Fire Emblem. You know, yeah, like these yeah. these. I mean, if you have a Street Pass on DS, you know this because every single person you meet's like, "Hey, I'm playing Pokemon Sun. I'm playing Pokemon Moon. I'm playing Zelda." <laughs> like nobody's ever playing these little offshoot games. I don't know, man. I, I don't think there there's not a huge draw for me personally to the DS yeah. library besides those few mainline games that I like. I don't know. How do you feel about
0: it? I mean, there's, again, it's that nostalgia. I I remember having my my Game Boy Color, um, mm-hmm. and playing Tetris and Pokemon and <laughs> Doctor Mario. You know, all these all these games that at the time, uh, of course, you thought it was the the pinnacle of of technological advancement. And now oh, I have, yeah, it would would never get better. <laughs> and now I have a phone that can basically play all of those online in an instant. Yeah. And so can emulate them all. maybe it's maybe it's lost its appeal, maybe it's maybe it's uh maybe it's me wanting to go back to a simpler time, but I, I like the idea of a DS, but I don't know if I would ever shell out the cash and dive into that library cuz it's still it's still relying on cartridges,
1: right? For sure. Yeah, they're big on the the cartridge thing right now.
0: I mean, we're moving closer and closer to a point where physical media just isn't going to be a thing anymore. Uh, Not I don't, really. I don't know how we're going to... I mean, because physical media breaks down is what I'm meaning. For sure, it does. So they have this, this the new 2DS XL yeah. comes out yes. really close to when the Switch is out. So yes. the Switch is meant to be this crossover, this you can switch between home and gaming, or home and portable gaming at right. what point does that crossover eliminate the DS or is this just uh, keeping people keeping those portable players on until they make that crossover you know is that why the 2ds XL was brought out
1: so that's a that's a really good question and I could really go either way I feel like it's you're right they're overlapping their own market mm-hmm. with two devices but maybe that's their their game. Maybe they just want complete coverage over the portable market, and uh, that's kind of what they've created. I mean, the Switch is almost—you know—it's just a DS that plays console-quality games mm-hmm. um, to a degree. Obviously, yeah. you know, there's a lot of a lot of difference still, but uh, the premise, the whole premise of it, yeah. I, I don't know. I think uh, they're not going to be hurting either way. Sure. Because the way they play it is they make a limited supply. They don't overproduce their consoles, you know. That's why they're always in demand at launch. Artificial, artificial demand. Mm Mm-hmm. So as long as they're, you know, they don't have too much overhead in the the product they're producing, I bet you they'll just uh, keep trying to blanket the market like that.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: It's going to be a win-win. Sony dropped out. Who are they fighting against now?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's... How, how many PSPs do you see in the wild? We're, well, we're not even...
1: We have uh, Vita. The we had, Vita. Is it we still on the Vita? Still the Vita. Okay. Yeah. Probably be Vita forever. I doubt they ever do another one. Right, right, right. Those horrible U discs back in the day. Do oh, you remember that? All yeah. the proprietary bullcrap that went into the <laughs> PSP ownership. Uh, yeah, I don't want to get into that. I'm going to get angry. <laughs> so, okay, let's keep on moving here.
0: Yeah, so uh, another bit of uh, news that came out was the uh, the specs for the Scorpio were officially released.
1: Right. So Which we, is, you know, the podcast hasn't been around that long, so we couldn't right. cover yep. it right when it happened.
0: Right. So, Blake, sum it up. Tell me the basics.
1: Sum it up. Well, basics are, um, it's incredibly, incredibly powerful. I'm actually going to read you off some statistics here. Excellent. Um uh, so I'm going to give you also a little bit of background on how it was released and how it was, uh, kind of neutral. Um, because digital foundry were the ones to actually reveal, uh, the console to the internet. And the thing with digital foundry is they do a lot of tech breakdowns of consoles and, uh, just devices before they're released. So that. um, they can really tell you, you know, what exactly is inside it and how exactly it operates. And they do not like the Xbox One at all. They are hardcore against the Xbox One um, because it's just not as powerful as the PlayStation 4. Like, I think sure. we we could all get past that at this point. Like, it just wasn't. <laughs> it's been long <laughs> okay. enough now. So Microsoft kind of made this bold move where they're like, Okay, we're going to show off, you know, the specs of the Scorpio, but we're going to have Digital Foundry do it, because not only do they not like the Xbox One, you know, it's like we have we have something to prove to them personally, um, as well as the community. So they're a trusted source. Uh, they just went straight to them. They had one guy off their staff um, actually go in and check it out firsthand. I don't want to just like drag on about the Scorpio. I'm excited about it. There's a lot of cool stuff about it. Um, and here is a couple of my thoughts on it. If it's priced over $400, it's not going to do well. Sure. I think it's probably going to be close to five just because of what's inside it. I hope to God it's not more than that because they won't sell any of them. Yeah. Um, next part (laughs) It's supposed to be on par with like a thousand dollar gaming PC. That is what was said by digital foundry, um, in an interview I saw with them on outside Xbox. Um, And the quote was like, they've done some real technical wizardry as far as like going into like the GPU and breaking it down to like a circuit level and actually seeing where the little hangups are and restructuring the GPU from the inside to make sure everything's optimized. Like it's, yeah, it's kind of sexy. Kind of sexy (laughs) spec talk. Um, It will be true, true native 4K on um, at least first party Xbox games. And yes, absolutely. And they will be, there'll be upscaling on the 1080p xbox games as well as 360 games that are backers compatible um they have done tests with like call of duty 2 and the frame rate i think was dipping to somewhere around 25 frames per second on 360 playing it on xbox one it stayed right around like 35 i think and they were getting almost close to 60 i believe on the scorpio running it so actually improving the frame rate of older games which is kind of cool the last thing i want to say about it is uh probably vr wouldn't be surprised if they have an expensive uh, oculus ready maybe oh, sure. oculus like paired uh bundle that launch uh because they're already partnered with them you know yeah, every sounds. oculus ships with the xbox one controller mm-hmm. so um uh yeah that's all i'm gonna say about it for now i'm sure there will be much more to talk about in the future when there's more, more to say, but I'm excited.
0: All right, so let's do a break here from the from the tech. Yeah, we're we're both into nerd culture type stuff. Um, what is, <laughs> in your mind, what is the most quotable movie?
1: What if? Okay, how about I say a few quotes from it, and you tell me. Okay. I'm and listening. we'll see. We'll see if it. You know, you're obviously gonna get this one because uh we actually had a discussion about it earlier but um for the audience out there how about um this is my hat now this is totally my hat this is
0: totally my hat
1: (laughs) and uh
0: whiskey 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 Whiskey. (laughs) safe word didn't work
1: (laughs) give us a couple of flaming dr peppers um i'm gonna go get some dong bags so we can knock boots later (laughs) I got, a, I got a couple more. Did you reinforce the takeoff ramp? No. no. Didn't have time.
0: Didn't have cool.
1: time. Cool. <laughs> what movie?
0: Oh, man. There is no tool in this pool.
1: he's <laughs> be on rod. the team, Richardson. That is Hot yep. Rod. That is Hot Rod. Oh, man. <laughs> Definitely one of the most quotable movies, especially. From my teenage years, at least. Yep. All right, your turn. See if you can best make. Okay. Um, I'm not going to look at the list over here. Okay, okay, okay. Let's see here.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Brick killed a guy. (laughs) Yeah, I killed a guy with a trident. I'm meaning to talk to you about that. (laughs) You should probably find a safe house and lay low for a while. You're probably wanted for murder. You're probably wanted for murder.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's great.
0: Um. What else? Um. Man, this this burrito is delicious, but it is filling.
1: <laughs> Throws it at Jack Black. Yep.
0: <laughs> you thrashed my bike, bro. <laughs> you killed
1: the only thing I care about.
0: <laughs> the man. The man punted
1: Baxter. <laughs> <laughs> Anchorman, man. Anchorman. One, just a classic. A classic. B- Baxter's milk was a bad choice
0: you? Bark twice if you're in Milwaukee. <laughs> I've been a glass case <laughs> of emotion. emotion. I'm Ron Burgundy.
1: <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy.
0: Oh, no type question, of question, question mark. Question.
1: Oh, this will be a little bit of foreshadowing for later. a topic later. Ready, ready. All right. You ate my sandwich? My My sandwich.
0: sandwich? My My sandwich. sandwich.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I love that one. I'm the holiday armadillo. (laughs) (laughs) Is a great one. Yeah, if Santa and the holiday armadillo (laughs) armadillo. are in the same room for too long, the universe universe will explode! (laughs) (laughs)
0: Christmas! <laughs> Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! <laughs> oh, hold on. Hold on. I got so many more of these. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, one that one that I like is... Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's a cow's opinion. A what? Yeah. You know. A cow's opinion. It doesn't matter. It's moo. It's, just a, it's moo. A moo point. It's supposed to be, it's supposed to be a moo point. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm not so good with the advice. Can I interest you in a sarcastic comment?
1: One of my favorite Chandler quotes, for sure. I have a mug that says that on it. (laughs) So, yeah,
0: that was Friends, obviously.
1: Definitely, yep. One of, uh... I mean, we may get some hate for that, but, dude, I I love that show. It's, like, ingrained. I know you do, too. It's just ingrained in my childhood. It's carved deep
0: on the bones of who I am. <laughs>
1: holds a special
0: place. My, my younger brother and I shout out to at not Andy Phillips my younger <laughs> brother who is actually Andy Phillips. Don't let the name fool you.
1: Um, <laughs> Don't let him fool you.
0: <laughs> we, he really is. We'll, we'll be at family events or you know wherever and just we'll quote like the bloopers to each other <laughs> because that's how much friends was played in our household is that we knew <laughs> the words to the bloopers
1: that's uh that's pretty deep man yeah <laughs> that's pretty deep
0: oh man i would say my most obscure but quotable movie uh would be the movie kiss kiss bang bang i don't know if you've seen it but... i have not
1: it is. But I've looked it up. It looks like a movie I'd want to watch.
0: The, one of my favorite lines, he goes up to a, he's, he's in a party, and this this actress comes up to him, It's like, B-movie actress or whatever, and she's like, so what do you do for a living? He goes, uh, I'm retired. I invented dice when I was a kid. How about you? What do you do? <laughs> just, just without <laughs> a beat, dice. just straight through. Or, um, what was the other one? He, he says, talking money, like money talks. And then mm-hmm. the guy misheard him and said, a talking monkey? And he goes, yes, a talking monkey. Yeah, yeah. Came here from the future. O- ugly sucker. Only says ficus. Oh, I need to watch this movie. It's it's so good.
1: I love like the quick witty, quick yeah. witty humor. Just, yeah.
0: I'm pretty it's sure that's me. Val Kilmer. Like
1: <laughs> Val Kilmer. Yeah. It's him and RDJ, right? Yeah. And, yeah. That'd probably be a pretty good movie. Yeah. I do have, uh, I have one that's obscure, a okay. quotable, I just thought of, um, let see if you can get it, I'm your Huckleberry, say when, maybe not, oh, it's, Tombstone. it's Tombstone, Tombstone, okay, you know, Doc Holliday man, I
0: haven't seen it, I haven't seen it,
1: it's it's one you need to see, Doc Holliday, who was Val Kilmer, again, in that movie, he's <laughs> great, um, uh, he's great, he's great. he's so brutal, this guy's just threatening them, you know. It's a western, so he's like, you know, hand on the holster, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. He's just say when, like, ready to take him down. Uh, can we agree on what is probably the most quotable movie of all time, though, or uh, movie series? I would,
0: I would absolutely think that that we're on the same page on this one. The uh, yeah, no, I am your father.
1: May the force be with you. Uh, no, there is another, like. I mean, if you can just go on Reddit and go to sequel memes and prequel memes, oh, and it's literally I just, just discovered that. Yeah. Oh, dude, you were dude. You missed the war. Oh no. The war between people... like prequel memes didn't exist a couple months ago. Yeah. And when it just sprang up one day, sequel memes declared war on them. They're That's like, no, awesome. like the prequels do not deserve to have um, a meme page, and then it. <laughs> The prequel memes is so big now because of that that it it pops up before the official Star Wars page on Reddit now. Oh, man. Uh, so it's pretty funny, but...
0: Yes, Star Wars. So Star Wars Absolutely. is,
1: I think, the most quotable series. It's ingrained in pop culture to the point where people that have never seen Star Wars can quote the movies, you know?
0: That's a fun fact. My My boss, actually, up until... I think it was about six months ago had never seen any of the star wars movies blew my mind we for sure one of my co-workers finally just brought in like the box set and went just just take all the time you need just
1: (laughs) just just watch these
0: so he's seen a spiritual experience he's seen everything up to what's currently up to just before what's currently out so i guess for those he has to wait another what you know, 30, 40 years or however long. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Before you <laughs> can watch them. Watching Rogue One, yep. like 2045. <clears throat> man, this was pretty good. Um, oh, man, we're going to have to get into some serious stuff now, aren't we?
0: Yep. Uh,
1: this is the PSA portion of the podcast this week. It's important. Uh, it is. It's about uh, the FCC and net neutrality and how they're going to be selling your information. Yep. And uh, your search history and what you can kind of do about it, or at least we're at least going to give you the knowledge here, or Brian mostly will give you the knowledge here, so that you know where your opinion lies and you may decide to actually act on it, because that's what we need, is people speaking up and taking action. So I'll turn it over to you, man.
0: In in an age of um, computers and emails and... Online connectivity, Um, the best thing you can do is is be informed and contact people and tell them that, you know, people who can make governmental changes and tell them that this is important and that this matters. Um, Basically, FCC announced that uh, they're planning to abandon net neutrality or at least take away some of the building blocks that help set it in place. Um, And... They're giving a bit more liberties to the to, to your ISP, to your internet service provider so let me let me uh let me lay it out like this For those of you who don't know what net neutrality is or why it matters, hear it and it it sounds like a, a hot word, a buzzword what mm-hmm. do, What does it mean? Think of the internet like your phone company for some of you it is it's the same thing but think of think of the internet as a phone call so you've got phone calls that you're making to your mom to your congressman to your doctor you know any anyone because that's the wonder of phone calls is you can connect mm-hmm. to anybody
1: mm-hmm.
0: so there may be some interference there may be some crackle here and there, but that's mainly because of uh, technical limitations or uh, things like that. You know, it's going over distance, but all in all, you can pretty much call anyone and talk directly to them. Now with net neutrality, if net neutrality applied to phone calls, basically what that means is your phone company can decide who gets better connections. So you have what what was just normal interference, becomes financial interference. So you you you'd never think that your phone company would say, okay, you can call your congressman and have a crystal clear connection because politically they support our company.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then you can you can call your doctor. Uh, it's gonna have a little bit of crackle, uh, but. Mostly, it's going to be clear because your doctor pays this tier level where they allow us to advertise in the middle of your phone call at our choice mm-hmm. and then there's the the third level of your your mother, your family members who you try and call who aren't going to uh, don't don't have the finances to be able to uh lock in a higher level and they just go with the standard tier, so your phone company says All right, well, they get the basic package they get the intro package, and what that mm-hmm. means is it's there's there's no room on on the road you know let's let's say there's no, there's no room on the road for you for you to get get your call across mm-hmm. um so you're you're gonna have to wait. You're gonna have terrible connection. Um, but you know, if you if you call your if you call your doctor or congressman, that's totally fine because they paid for the higher tiers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's that's the problem. There is <clears throat> what's happening is by allowing net neutrality to be taken away, it allows your ISP to decide who gets who gets better connections, and it allows them to, in a sense, um, attempt to censor what you're connecting to. Mm -hmm. The point of an internet service provider is to provide the service of internet. Right. Plain and simple. It might be crazy, but that's kind of what is in the name. Right. It (laughs) It isn't the internet service provider's job to... Say, hey, uh, you can, you can reach, um, what's a, uh, we'll just use, I'm trying to think of it. A...
1: Like Facebook
0: or. Yeah. Facebook's a great example. Let's, let's say Facebook, cause I, they would, I feel like they would obviously jump right on the tier of this and say, we would want the A connection. Right. So, uh, let's say the Facebook was like, Hey, yeah, uh, A tier. Awesome. Well, you know, for you, that doesn't matter so much because, oh, great. You know, I use Facebook anyway. I use Facebook every day and it's a common, it's, that's probably the thing that I connect to most. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Problem with that is that really cuts down on the websites that you will have better access to. Mm -hmm. So Facebook, things like Google, other companies like that, that you're going to use all the time, probably are going to be great. But anything outside of that is going to be. Do you remember dial up? Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. It's. Think of it like that. It's going to get Later. to a point where there's the bandwidth. Think of it like I've heard it described as a, a freeway, as as like a, a highway or an interstate or whatever. You know, you're driving into work, mm-hmm. and um, if you've ever been in uh, the California area around Los Angeles or any of those, the the traffic can get super packed and people are moving fast like crazy, dodging in and out of traffic. And then there are these stretches where there's the... Um, the I-pass or, or whatever it is, where, where you, you have a, a toll thing and you get to get in this special lane where you've paid mm-hmm. extra. So suddenly, boom, you're flying out and you're passing everybody up. The problem, again, the problem is you've got a slower car where before beforehand everybody had the same access everybody had the same level the same tier and what you're doing now is you're promoting a funnel type level where Hmm. you have to pay to be able to get access to the
1: things you want right so again I'm, I'm, i'm trying to think of like a it's like everyone was neutral before but with these laws stripped away your ISP will be able to set prioritization yes. based on political interests. That's like, yeah. that's like what it is at its core.
0: Yeah. Political, financial, so just everything, whatever, yeah. whatever suits their, they, that, you know, that they want,
1: it's right. they're they're about capitalizing. A decision. It's, it's capitalism and yeah. yeah. it's absolute finest, yeah. which is its absolute worst. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: Exactly. And it's, it's a difficult thing to, fight against but again learn what you need to know contact your congressman on, the, on their tiered Senators, on their tiered connection like,
1: yeah on your on their yeah their grade a tiered connection yeah I don't know it's all it's all interesting and kind of dystopian and mm-hmm. and with I, I don't know
0: the internet with the with the ISP privacy bit to just touch on that because
1: the privacy aspect of it really hits hits you home. Yeah, you know,
0: it it, oh man, because there's there's so much bundled into this. What it boils down to is <laughs> they're stripping they're stripping freedoms away. They're taking away your freedom. That's <laughs> <And, laughs> all you need to know. You're, you're, you're you were in a place before where, um, you everything was neutral, and you. Really didn't have to worry about um, what was what you did, you know. But mm-hmm. now that's changing. Uh, to to touch on lightly on the internet service provider privacy portion. Mm-hmm. Why does it matter? If I've got nothing to hide, why does it matter, Blake?
1: Mm-hmm. This you, is an age-old argument, right here.
0: You 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 and Paige. You guys uh, try to eat healthy, right?
1: For the most part. For the most part?
0: What does that mean? For the most
1: part. <laughs> well, I mean, we do until we don't, you know? It's like we get lazy, don't go to the store one week, and then we're eating out for half the meals until we finally break down and are like, okay, we gotta go to the store. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. So,
0: what would happen? When was the last time that you, that you ate just like. Uh, a, a super unhealthy pizza or a mega greasy burger.
1: Mm, last night. <laughs>
0: how how often would you say that you that you do one of those things? Probably like twice a week. Twice a week.
1: <laughs> Honestly. Okay.
0: Now, let's say that information was collected. Mm-hmm. That. Uh, over the course of time, you started going more and you ate uh, – milks- you had milkshakes and you ate more pizza and you ate more cheeseburgers. Mm-hmm. What happens when that information is sold to your insurance company mm-hmm. and they add that into your profile and say, mm, ah, man, you know, the, the Walkers have really been been eaten – not, they haven't really been eating their fruits and vegetables lately. I think they're starting to become a bit of a risk factor. Uh, we should probably mm-hmm. raise their
1: premiums. Right. They're going to need more coverage, you know, higher risk for health issues. Blah, blah, blah.
0: Yeah. yeah. And they're, they're doing you a favor, right?
1: Right. And, but the, I mean, <laughs> the, the core of that problem is how they obtain that information It's yeah. pulling them out of your emails, yeah. pulling them out of your text messages. You know, or not? Maybe not necessarily your texts, but like your Facebook Messenger chat. You know, it's like an online texting platform. It kind of falls into that category. And it it starts off,
0: it starts off online, and Mm -hmm. uh, this, I'm sorry, this is the conspiracy theorist coming out at me, but it starts off online. At what Mm -hmm. point does it cross over? You know, now you've got your. Your internet service provider is also your cell phone provider. Mm-hmm. When does it when wants does to that stop cross them over? from,
1: Yeah, mining through your text. That's just that's through... just
0: a bunch more money
1: that they can, a bunch more data that they can sell
0: out. You know. Exactly.
1: Every everybody everyone is marketable if... because marketing firms and companies want to know the specifics. They want to know how to target us more specifically. The data to, is you know
0: incredibly valuable
1: yeah data is everything anymore absolutely it's your life you know so that's the short that's
0: the the long of it
1: (laughs) that is yeah that is the long of it
0: i could i could go on and on
1: but i don't think any of that information was useless you know i think uh, you definitely hit the point and uh, it's something that everybody needs to be watching at least a little bit you know Mm -hmm. Uh, hopefully (laughs) <laughs> Brian has piqued your interest here enough that you want to do your own research on it and kind of see what it's all about. But um, one thing I thought was hilarious that happened last week is got Reddit gold because it was amazing. Somebody actually rented billboards and posted the senators that all voted to abolish net neutrality.
0: I've heard... it's. A lot of I, a lot of people have been have been doing that. I didn't hear about the billboard that's that's kind of funny
1: yeah there was there was a whole slew of them and it had all of this they had their the senator's picture real big, mm-hmm. not a flattering picture by mm-hmm. the way. and then you know this is your senator. they voted to strip you of your freedom of your information. Mm-hmm. you know this mm-hmm. is their contact number um so those people out there. Yeah, doing their part, I guess, speaking out, using that First Amendment uh, to its fullest extent. Sure, sure, sure. (laughs) And, uh, well, we still can. And they're trying to to reverse this stuff, so get out there, get active, see what you can do. Let's all work towards a a better, brighter future, not like a horrible, dystopian future. Yeah. Like China with their personal credit scores, I don't know if you've heard about that. Nah. It's kind of... (laughs) Um, yeah, So get this, they're actually giving people a uh, credit score for their life. Oh geez. So if you start out at a certain number just like credit, and uh, depending on your behavior and how well you follow the rules, uh, your score either increases or decreases. you get a divorce, your score goes down. It's all about like maintaining social norms and oh, okay. um, that is like the most dystopian thing. Yeah, that I think has happened in the real world so far. Oh, that is geez. just crazy to me. That's not. That's not right. Yeah. It's not a good thing. It's not a good thing.
0: So that was our. That was our PSA. That's a yeah, yeah. Just be aware. Couple
1: of. Just be aware. No, what's going on? Do your on. research. The internet, uh, we take it for granted, because we think you know it's too big to be controlled or too big to fail or. Sure. It's just not true. Sure. It's just not true. Well, uh, we talked about the
0: – kind of the, a, a negative uh, thing that's been happening. Something really cool that uh, has come up is the uh, power plant that created plasma for the first time, which is crazy. Yeah,
1: crazy. I woke up one morning, pulled up Reddit, and it was the top story, and I immediately dropped it in our mm-hmm. like link dump because – like that is we're getting we're gonna get past nuclear, you know? Mm-hmm. We're gonna to get to like fission. Yeah. Which is gonna to lead to incredible energy boosts, which is gonna to lead to space flight, and it's gonna to lead to colonizing <laughs> other planets. We're in gonna live hyperspace. Halo. We're gonna live <laughs> we're gonna live Halo. Nah, no, I think uh, it's definitely gonna to lead to some great things, but even still, I've been kinda of looking into uh, just green energy lately. Fossil fuels on the decline, you know, electric cars are coming in hot. Tesla, for sure. Yep. Bringing, making the electric car uh, cool. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And, it's making it yeah. trendy and fashionable.
1: Yep. Elon Musk, he will save us all. <laughs> uh, he is He is our savior for this generation, I feel like. Um, he has, I, I think... I could honestly do an entire episode just on uh, Elon, Elon Musk, Musk and Hyperloop, SpaceX, you know, the boring company. Yeah. Um, I, I could, yeah, we should do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I really like him and all the things he's doing. Yeah. Um, anyway, what were we talking about? <laughs> uh, oh, the power plant. So
0: I actually had to look up uh, the difference between nuclear fusion and fission. So, fission is what most nuclear power plants... Nuclear. (laughs) Nuclear. I'm sure that's a Simpsons reference. Uh, What they use... Um, The problem with it is... Fission takes things and tears them apart, basically. Or fusion, obviously, crams them together. Um, Mm -hmm. Obviously, at a very small level. Fission... um, Creates a ton of waste. Fusion, on the other hand, uh, creates a heck of a lot less waste, but takes a ton of energy to even make it happen in the first place, or less to make it right. sustainable.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so the fact that they got to a point where they were able to create plasma, which is the goal that you're going for in this process, um, mm-hmm. is incredible. Like I'm, you. The explanation was made that it's, it's gonna take years, not decades, to get to, the point where that's a, uh, consumer, where where it's where it's achievable, right. and then years after it's that, it's like it'll be consumer viable. level.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I just I couldn't even believe it, man. Like I thought that was uh, just such big news. Like plasma, really? I thought we were freaking ten to fifteen years away from getting to this point and I don't know man I think uh, it's definitely going to have big implications mm-hmm. in the future the, I did I did say Fission earlier when I met Fusion so I apologize for that sure 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 I
0: don't the 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 website that um, that it was listed on explained that in the interview they said that the the target is to have the have the first electricity uh the first thing that's using electricity from the s t forty which was the name mm-hmm. of the reactor they're mm-hmm. shooting to have that by twenty twenty five and then they're shoot- they're hoping to have uh things produced commercially in a stable manner by twenty thirty that's yeah. like
1: Close. (laughs) That is a lot closer than I thought it would be. Yeah. Like, crazy. And, I mean, I don't know if you saw this, but the plasma that they're creating is burning at 15 million degrees Celsius. Yeah. Which is 27 million degrees Fahrenheit, which is the same temperature as the sun. (laughs) (laughs) As the... I'm not sure if it's... Is it the surface of the sun? No, it's the, the center. The center of the sun. The, the center, the core of the sun. It's the same temperature. That's crazy. How can we create something on Earth that is that hot? <laughs> and, yeah. By, it's, it's
0: expected to have that level by fall of this year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then by 2018, it's supposed to produce plasma temperatures of 100 million degrees Celsius, which is 180 million degrees Fahrenheit. Like, that's insane.
1: (laughs) That is absolutely insane. That's going to create just so much energy. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, we're going to start incorporating it into stuff. I mean, think about what the world would be like if we weren't dependent on any sort of energy source for anything. Sure. You know? You you want to know what it would be like
0: is... This is going to sound morbid. It would be like Fallout. Like the game Fallout. Because hmm. the the if I completely feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but what I remember I think you're
1: about to be right. <laughs> what I remember
0: is the in the pre-war layout of Fallout, they had hmm. totally embraced the nuclear power option. And obviously, yes. you know, in the fictional world they had made it stable and like the cars were running off of it. And that's how they were able to do yep. the, uh, the Mr. Fixit it, uh, or Mr. Handy like robots. The robots. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you got all these awesome, innovative, amazing inventions set in, you know, 1950s, <laughs> basically right.
1: like alternate history.
0: Yeah. Uh, assuming that then we don't find something else to fight over, but, <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I always thought that was uh, really interesting, and I, that never hit home for me until I was playing Fallout Four, and I realized that at the gas stations, it's actually coolant that they're pumping into the cars.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of instead of gas.
1: Yeah, you're yeah. pumping coolant in to cool down your nuclear reactor engine, <laughs> which is which is cool. It's a nice little uh, story touch. Yeah. I really like uh, stuff like that. It's
0: a good attention to detail.
1: For sure, way to go, Bethesda. So Way to be.
0: someday, possibly soon, true clean energy.
1: <laughs> the future is now. The future is now.
0: Assuming we don't create a black hole or something. I'm sure it'll be fine. Uh, never know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's let's wrap it up. Uh, yeah, bring it in, man. What we got?
0: So some of you may have seen a link floating around to a Friends season reunion. In 2018. I regret to inform you that Link is false.
1: <laughs> it's not true. As much as we have our hearts set, it's it's not happening. Which is, which is strange. Yeah. I, I mean, we I, saw... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go I, ahead.
0: I didn't realize that I wanted it until I saw it and then realized that it wasn't real.
1: <laughs> I know. Man. I didn't have the expectations, but I had the hopes. Yeah. And... Just crushed them in the dust. Yep. And they're gone. But, and, but the reason I got my hopes up is because David Schwimmer saved, like, shared it yeah. on Facebook. Yeah. Like, unless he's just trolling all of America. Or it's <laughs> with a, a
0: parody account or something.
1: Exactly. It's not really him. This the way you got to do uh, your research, yeah. guys. That's right. Snopes.com. <laughs> S-N-O-P-E-S. Any story you see on the internet. Basically. Go to Snopes. Type it in. Anything Steve, it's real.
0: that, uh, anything that, you know, your mom shares on Facebook, you should just run through that filter. <laughs> oh boy, anything, <laughs> if, yeah. You got your that. Grandparents you or, got that aunt or, or <laughs> somebody. That, that cousin Mel who wants wants you to check out all these uh, starving children in Ethiopia who you can save by sending your email address to this whatever.
1: Right. And it'd be like a video from Kenya in like two thousand four that has like no relevance to the headline whatsoever. Right. You know? That hap-
0: I feel like that happens all the time. Like things get disproved and then they get thrown right back into circulation years later and people are all all for it, but it and the you the proof has already been made that it's not real, but it just it gets pumped back in again into that echo chamber and you see it and you don't question mm-hmm. it. You just see the topic and
1: go with it. Exactly. Yeah, it's such a problem. But there's no way to uh, combat it as long as, you know, the Facebook timeline is a thing and the Twitter timeline is a thing. Like, it, that is the echo chamber. Yep. And I, I have this theory I may have mentioned before, maybe not, that in a thousand years when they dig up our civilization right. and ask the question, what went wrong? I'm gonna trace it back to the Facebook timeline, <laughs> the the introduction of the Facebook timeline, and they're gonna go, oh wow, they just all shared so much false information to the point where nobody knew what anything if anything was real or. It's because you, know.
0: you all shared the post saying that there was gonna be a friends reunion, and then everyone <laughs> got in a war.
1: He <laughs> created the second civil war in the United States. Nah, I don't know, man. Everything's just crazy. It's just crazy. You just got to do your best to be diligent and not perpetuate the horrible cycle we're stuck in. Yeah, pretty much. But here we go again, lecturing lecturing our uh, (laughs) listeners. We just want you to be informed. We're not trying to tell you how to live your life, you know? Yeah. Like what you like. (laughs) Like what you like. Just don't like ignorance is all we're saying.
0: (laughs) All right, well. I think that about wraps it up for us. Thank you guys for joining us for another episode of Bit by Bit Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, you can mm-hmm. find us on social media at Twitter at, uh, at Bit by Bit Podcast. You can find Spelled us. with an X? With an X. So uh, XIT, XIT. No, that's not right. B I T X B I T Podcast. Uh, same for, yep. you can search the same on Facebook and we'll, we're on there. Blake, you recently set us up with a Twitch.
1: Yes, we have a Twitch account. It's the same thing, BitxBit podcast uh, on Twitch as well as YouTube. Um, we actually, it can be kind of tough to find us on YouTube. So I'll just tell you, if you type in um, BitxBit a little bit of gaming it'll pull up our first video yep. and uh you can subscribe to the channel from there so
0: more content will be yeah. coming we're uh we both have been working on creating content we're gonna be putting it up soon
1: yeah yeah we'd love to hear your feedback um we want you guys to help us shape kind of the future of what we're gonna do so all right hope you enjoyed we will catch you all next time see you next time
0: What's up everybody Wow! (laughs) Alright, one more time A side note, there's a a funny picture of It was Val Kilmer, but he's kind of chubby And he's sitting at a restaurant and he's like Hey guys, remember when I was Batman? (laughs) 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 That's all it is That's it?